Welcome to the Chairsoft Show, your weekly airsoft podcast interviewing retailers, manufacturers, sites and personalities within the airsoft community. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, contact me at facebook.com forward slash the Chairsofter Show, Instagram at the Chairsofter Show or by email andy at the Chairsofter Thank you very much for tuning in to episode number 44. Joining me this week, please welcome Callsign Tactic Quinn. Good evening. Hello, hello Andy, how are you? I'm not bad, yourself? I'm good, thank you, very good. Very chuffed to be on the show tonight. Yeah, thank you very much for coming on. We we got there in the end after the yeah. uh, the first <laughs> hiccup where you got called to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but we got there in the end, no, really pleased to be on. Yeah, it's, it's, all, it's all right, last week's episode I actually had to blag the intro because um the guy was on his lunch break at work and his phone decided <laughs> to go off just after I hit record. <laughs> oh no. So I've cut that bit out. But I'm sort of like, uh, right, what else can I add into the intro just to pad it out in case he's had to answer the phone? (laughs) You're just blathering on. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just just chatting away. I think I got away with it, though. I would have got away with it too if I'd have not mentioned it here. Depends how good you edit, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) Editing, apart from sort of like big gaps where something's happened like we may have dropped a connection or something i try not to edit too much out of these episodes yeah yeah, um, yeah. the only person that i've really edited a lot for uh i shall leave nameless but he knows who he is because he was very <laughs> apologetic after asking me to delete about five minutes out of the show at different points oh <laughs> yeah but i mean hey at the end of the day if people hear stuff that they don't want in the show i'll take it out yeah pure exactly. and simple Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so, we've got you on the show. Um, first off, we'll sort of go and to start finding out more about you, how you got into Airsoft. It was about two years ago, weren't it, at the Outpost, if I remember correctly? Yeah, yeah, just over two years ago. Um, I had a friend who had been playing Airsoft for years and years, and um, I'd only, I'd not heard of Airsoft before, didn't know what it was. Um and I was interested because um, I've always sort of been interested in military stuff and yep. um, also I right from being a kid I was always into shoot 'em up games um, so I've played <laughs> games for years and years um, so in a way when I was shown it it was almost like well, well this is like a computer game but actually in real time and you're actually doing it yourself and nobody dies so (laughs) it was uh you know i was basically handed a gun helmet on my head and then off you go and i was like afterwards i was like oh i like this i could do this um and yeah i loved it and that was it really the rest is history so that's really how i got into into airsoft cool you say nobody dies, as, as we were briefly discussing before we came on the air. Some people think you will with the 40 mic or HPA units. <laughs> no, it might feel like you're dying, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's just the disappointment of actually getting hit by the things. I can imagine it's probably extremely satisfying to fire. Um, I've not seen it with my own eyes yet, but I've watched enough videos and it it does look very cool to, to shoot. But It's uh... a morale killer. <laughs> it's a, it is literally a morale killer, as I was saying the other week. Um, in fact, it was Mark on the uh, Call Sign Essentially episode said that he heard the thing go off and it was like, nope, I'm going the other way, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually, uh, a few weeks ago, I was at a site that someone had actually brought a minigun um, and I actually found that was probably probably what would be more painful than, than a 40 mic because it was 
I don't know what the minimum engagement distance is, but he weren't doing it at the minimum engagement distance. Um, <laughs> and one guy got shot uh, directly in the throat, and he went home after that. So, Ooh. Um, yeah, yeah. He I got can't... a little bit upset, did he? A little bit he salty did, about that. Yeah, yeah, he got his knickers in a twist. So, <laughs> well, at least he didn't get knocked out by a BB. Will Greenwood. <laughs> <laughs> Has that happened? Oh, watch his video. Okay, I will. It's, I'm, I'm not going to ruin it. Watch his video. He knows. I mean, at least he's okay, to be fair. At least he was fine about it, and he was, felt the need to put the video up and show everyone. But <laughs> I, I do like to take the mick out of him for little things every now and again. You know, I love you, Will. <laughs> <laughs> little bromance going on. Yeah. <laughs> it is with everyone in the Project Airsoft guys, to be fair. Oh. So, so yeah, about two years ago, um, obviously it was the outpost, and then more recently you seem to be sort of all over the place, really playing games, mostly down yeah. towards the Kent area. But yeah, it, at the moment it is mostly Kent. But um, over the last two years, I've sort of gone all over, really. Um, I've been over to Strike Force over in Gloucester, um, Rift Airsoft as well, Comms Three Site, uh, Sabotage, Milton Keynes. Um, I've been There's to the mall. Milton Keynes? Uh, Sabotage. It's near yeah. Milton Keynes, yeah. Never heard of it. I'm going to have to check that one out. Yeah, check it out. Yeah, Paul, the guy who uh, who runs the site. Brilliant guy. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely look that up. Uh, yeah. The mall, you say, as well? Yeah, I went you there You got there before it closed? Yeah, I actually went twice. Um, actually, the mall was actually <laughs> the second site I went to after the outpost. Um, so I had a bit of a baptism of fire really Um, but I loved it rest in peace the mall I know, I know, bless but um, no, I mean going there I think that's the point when I really fell in love with CQB because I mean the place is amazing to experience as it is because it's like you know some shopping centre that's just dropped out of a zombie film you know yeah it is Uh, great, it's really great and um it's a shame. It's a real shame that we've lost that now. But hey ho, I mean, there's new places opening up all the time. Yeah, I mean, um, the trouble with CQB as well. You're very much at the beck and call of the uh, property owners. The minute they yeah. go right, okay, I'm selling this to get some, get a big payout and cash in on their investment kind of thing. They're going to go right, okay, airsoft, off you go. See you later. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. It is a real shame. Um, it's like Red One the School. It's a real shame they've lost so much of that now. Really? I, I yeah. have played there once. Um, I think they were doing some sort of filming there as well. Filming yeah. some TV show. I'm not sure what they were filming, but um, we still had all the floors. Um, I mean, this must have been a year ago now. Um, they still but they had, had the, the soundstage, didn't they, out in the playground? Ah, oh, they didn't have that when I was there. Maybe they'd already got rid of that. I don't know. No, it's it's there now, so you must have gone a while back then, because I've been there for a fair while. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I just didn't <laughs> get that far. <laughs> <laughs> but again, you know, that's a really great site, and I'm, it's sad to hear that that one's sort of slowly getting less and less of a of a site yeah. to play on. But by the same token, at least you've got the woodland side of it as well mm. that you can go down to and get some games in. And, um, oh, that's great. Yeah, I do like yeah. I, I did have some fun down there. <laughs> Yeah, and we did shot the other week. Shot a few week. fingers off, you know. <laughs> oh, don't. I had one the other week. I shot the guy right on the arse cheek. Ooh. And 
like he didn't believe he'd been hit. He looked so confused <laughs> until I threw the window back open with my barrel pointing at him, go, Yeah, you're gonna take that, buddy. <laughs> he was looking so confused as to where he'd been shot from. <laughs> it's like where did I come from? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's happened to me a couple of times where I've been hit like all the way up the back and I think hang on a minute. And they've actually the the other team have actually crept all the way around and got behind us. Yeah. So yeah, it just really like confuses you. You think, What? Oh, sod this, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. But, um, last time I was at the mall. Um, they did the uh, sack man game, you know, with the guy running around with the axe yeah. and sack on his head. <laughs> and some of the screams, I mean, there was mostly guys there. Um, I've never heard these guys scream so loud. It was like girls, honestly, a bunch <laughs> of girls I was with. They, they any any time that uh, they, they thought the sack man was around, it was like, oh my god! <laughs> Even if we're just running down the stairs in the pitch black. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no. Oh, what was the worst one I saw? Oh, the Terminator game when they used to do that. Oh and, no! Um, see, I, I wasn't around when they when they did oh, that. They, they they used to do Terminator games there, and a guy <laughs> literally wear a Terminator mask. He could shoot full auto everywhere on site, <laughs> uh, whereas everyone else was restricted to semi and things like that. And um, we were going down a corridor once, and um, some guy was like. Oh, the Terminator's down there. Terminator's down there. So we've looked. There's a red light at the end. Yeah, okay, cool. It could be him. Looked again. Red light's still not moved. Looked again. Red light's still not moved. I've gone walking down. I've got Someone's dropped their fucking torch here. <laughs> I'm like, we've just stood there for five... The guy had been stood there for like five minutes in the game thinking the Terminator was coming to get him and it was someone's <laughs> torch on the floor with a red light. <laughs> He's doing his nut over a torch. Yeah, and and my other favourite trick was the balls from the ball pit, because you could find them everywhere on site. Oh yeah, and you used to pick them up. Right, I'm going to throw this grenade into this room right here. Throw the ball pit ball in. Everyone comes running out, and it's just like shooting fish in a barrel. <laughs> <laughs> Some people got very upset by that. Oh, I, no bang. I did actually see somebody do that at another site, and they picked up an empty can, an empty coke can, and they went grenade! <laughs> and they're all going oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I've had the opposite effect as well, someone thought my grenade didn't go off once, because I've got some of the um, Dynatech timed ones. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, this was uh, Badge Attack at Phoenix College when they had that very briefly awesome site, and they let us use 12 gauges Yeah. in CQB that was great fun. <laughs> And um, <laughs> I rolled this grenade into this room. Everyone ran off thinking it was um, like an impact grenade. And they've gone, oh, it's not gone off. As they've all come walking back into the room, bang, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> they were just Brilliant. like, I thought it was fucking timed. I'm like, no, they were like, I thought it was an impact grenade and it just not gone off. Ha ha. <laughs> Jokes <laughs> on you. We've now got this room. <laughs> Brilliant. I'll have to look into getting one of those just to watch people getting confused. <laughs> yeah, it does. It is a, it is funny to watch just people getting confused. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So you you'd call yourself a CQB lover at heart really then. Definitely. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Only because, you know, I have been to woodland sites where you can spend a good half an hour walking around trying to find someone to shoot. 
and or other sites where it's absolute chaos and there's loads and loads of people and it's it's all going off everywhere whereas with CQB it's quick and it's sharp and it's fast and yeah and it's it's all about aggression as well it's literally just bang get into that room get some grenades down I have been known to to get quite a rage on not not in a bad way but like a bit of adrenaline going and i'm like yeah. stop this and just go out with my two pistols and just sort of just take them out one by one. Oh yeah <laughs> pistols because you're you're a fellow tm desert eagle lover aren't you <laughs> i am very much so <laughs> very much what was it so. that drew you to that i don't know what it was i didn't actually realize that the uh the deagle was actually in a lot of films didn't really know that until after i got it but I saw this thing and I thought, that that needs to be mine. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I just fell in love. I was like, it didn't really matter about the size of it. I knew it was going to be huge, but um, yeah. I just fell in love with it. And I was like, that is the pistol. I need to have that pistol. Yeah. Um, and I know a lot of people are quite, quite mixed reactions to it. A lot of people go, whoa, look at that. But I wouldn't have it. Or, yeah. you know, other people go, oh, well, that's that's a big gun for a small woman. <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> oh, don't. So... Um, one of my friends, Lenny, um, you may know her as Hobbit on Instagram, call sign Hobbit. Uh, um, possibly, yeah. She She's tiny, and last time I saw her at a game, I just got it, and I went, hey, Lenny, I've got you a new primary game for the Desert Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> What did she say? Laughed it off. She, she's oh. a good laugh about it, actually. Um, but yeah, I was just like, look, new primary. <laughs> give, the, <laughs> give the smallest person the biggest handgun you can find. To be honest, I mean, the BBs do fly out of it. They do go a real distance. Yeah, the, the range on it's unreal. Yeah, I was at the, the shooting range at Invicta, and I was looking at 100 feet. Yeah. And I thought, okay, well, let's. I don't know if it'll get there, and it did. I was really yeah. shocked. I was like, wow, this thing does really fly. It um, is unreal, and it's a stock as well. Yeah, that's the yeah. thing. It's not been upgraded. You get that hop right, that thing just goes. I know. I know. I might start running two eights in it and see what that does to it, because I'm only running two fives at the moment. I tend to run two fives out of my pistols, but yeah, I might just give it that extra little bit of weight and see how it performs with the slightly heavier BB. You could um, do. I mean, I run 0.2s yeah. out of out of it, and they do fly, only because I I don't know... I'm just sort of learning about the weights of BBs and whether it is that in a, in a gun that is more powerful you need a heavier BB or a lighter BB for it to make it go quicker or faster. I don't know. I'm just sort of learning... Well, I know two fives are like the go-tos yeah. for your rifles, yeah. but with with pistols, I'm sort of trying different different weights just to see what yeah. works. I mean, I, I tend to run two eights in my rifle, two fives in my pistol, just because mm. yeah, you lose a little bit of the velocity, but it goes a little bit further. The range is a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I did run in before I got the uh, springs and the gears upgraded on my TM recoil, the velocity was stupidly low with two eights and yeah. like you could literally see the BB flying towards someone I had so much time to get out of the way of it Oh, yeah. which is why I upped the springs a bit 
Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, it, it, it's like a it, it the it's just flat now as well. It's just literally a flat trajectory for ages. Um, a couple of the guys I know couldn't believe it. They were like, "How much have you done on upgrading that?" I'm like, "It's just the springs and a new set of gears to last a little bit longer with the upgraded springs." Yeah, that's sometimes, it. Sometimes that's all it needs, isn't it? Really, yeah. you don't need anything really expensive or fancy. Um. You just want to make the BBs fly, really. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what it's about at the end of the day. It's yeah. that little bit of range. You, if if you can have just that little bit more than your opponents as well, then yeah. it just benefits you in the long run. You know, they'll be stood there going, "Took your hits, I'm not hitting you." And um, I've seen at sites where people kick off, and the marshal will be stood next to him going, "No, your BBs are falling 15 feet short." <laughs> yeah, and they're literally just rolling up to him on the yeah. floor. Yeah, I think sometimes it is good to know. It is good to have that knowledge in your head of how far your BBs do fly out of your gun because, you know, you could be aiming for someone and you think they're not taking their hits and actually you're just not hitting them because it's just not going that far. Oh, do you remember? I talk about this every now and again. The video, you may have seen it. It was a video flying around on Facebook a couple of years back. Um, And this guy, I think he was at the jail actually, and he's going... Oh come on, fella! I've hit you. I've hit you. Take your hits. Take your hits. And the guy behind him taps him on the shoulder. And goes, buddy, you got no magazine in your rifle. Oh no! <laughs> the guy oh, looks and he just went, oh for fuck's sake! <laughs> oh, you'd never ever live that down. No, never. I've never you'd forgotten always that. Be the no mag guy. <laughs> yeah, you're the guy that forgot to put the mag in the rifle. Oh no, that's worse than having it actually drop out of your gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or it's oh. even worse than your pistol taking a nosedive into mud. Oh, no. No, 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 no. no or no, falling I'm... over into mud. No, no, I can't be having that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or your pistol mag getting covered in mud. No. Yeah, the base plate was on my Desert Eagle after the rift sim at um, the ridge earlier in the year. Yeah. It absolutely pissed it down all morning. And this, I, don't, I don't know if you've been up to the ridge. No, it's no, a it's a clay pit, oh, and it was just so slippery. And yeah. I was actually laughing at uh, Jason Henner from Combat UK. Oh right, yeah, because he he was out playing with us. He he yeah. was our sort of squad leader, and um, <laughs> he he slipped a little bit. And I'm like, ah, Jason, go on, Jason. And then next thing you know, I'm literally on my side, on my ass, on the floor. <laughs> Covered in mud. It took me an hour to clean my four one six to get all the mud off of it. Oh no! Yeah, wet wipes and toothbrushes were my friend that day. <laughs> See, I don't mind it when it's too muddy. I've been, I've been quite lucky so far. I haven't actually fallen down anywhere. Um, but I do remember um, at the festival last year. There's this really high hill. And it's basically, when you get to the top of it, it's Sniper Alley, basically. Yeah. There's all snipers. Um, you may have been up this hill, but I just thought, I sort it, let's just get up this hill. But then I didn't think about getting down. <laughs> <laughs> so I literally just like held my gun in the air and slid all the way down the hill on the <laughs> because there was no other way of getting down without falling. <laughs> and I just didn't care as long as my gun was clean. I didn't yeah. care how dirty I got. <laughs> you, you say that. We did that at um, the first Coulson Century game, Operation Sandstone, the battle yeah. sim they did earlier in the year. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, people were coming down this really steep slope from the fob. 
and they were yeah. literally like on their asses sliding down and we're there's all of us at the bottom without guns just role playing going oh <laughs> as it come down way which they made it to the bottom <laughs> brilliant it was just causing chaos they got so upset with us because they didn't know how to react <laughs> not one of them searched me and I had a bloody desert eagle tucked down the back of my trousers <laughs> walking around the entire time like I was proper concealed carrying just like gangster style yeah. walking around and not one person thought to search me I could have popped so many of them at one point <laughs> so, so yeah uh, obviously people who've not come across you before uh, you're very you're very Influenced by Harley Quinn, aren't you? Within your um, airsoft and your Instagram page, especially the like, the content you produce. I am, yes. Yeah. So, what what brought that on? Um, well, before I got into airsoft, um, I used to have this other strange hobby <laughs> um, called cosplay. Yep. And um, I used to go to comic cons, um. And I'd always loved the villains in comic books. I'd always preferred the villains like the Joker um, and and Harley Quinn. They yeah. were always my favourite. Um, and I loved the whole backstory behind that. I'm, I could get really geeky with it, but I won't. I won't. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And I liked that when I got into Airsoft, you can basically put your own stamp on on your kit and you can make it your own. And your personality, if you wanted yeah. to, can go on there. Um, so I thought, what the hell? I'm going to bring my girl Quinn into this, and uh, <laughs> that's why she's on my patch. That's why she's in a lot of my photos, and that's why there's a few photos of me as Harley Quinn on cool. my airsoft page. So yeah, yeah. Yep. It's not that weird a hobby. I mean, cosplay <laughs> is quite a natural thing when you think about it. Effectively, what we're doing is cosplay, but running around shooting each other. Exactly, exactly, that's, and that's, yeah. At the end of the day, that's 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 the way I've heard Airsoft described. I know there's <laughs> going to be some people listening to this going, "No," <laughs> like well, having some, mental breakdowns. But, but it's not cosplay; it's impressions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's an impression it's, of a kit. <laughs> it's not cosplay; it's a simulation of yes. a simulation yes. inside a simulation. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't want to tread anyone on anyone's toes, but I, I notice that some people do take the outfits very very seriously and they love um doing like exact replicas of a particular military outfit yeah um, i mean i can i can understand that and i respect the people that do that you know it is, if, if that's their thing then fair play you know you see the guys doing all the uh, marsoc loadouts and stuff and really getting into detail with the right kit and um yeah like yeah. i think it's the uksf page i've heard a few things about some people would be like oh that's not quite the correct plate carry or something um, yeah. So, I mean, if that's your thing, then fair enough. Me, I just dress up with whatever crap I can find that's in the cupboard, as long as it's 5'11". Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. 5'11 all the way. <laughs> Good God, I like you. Desert Eagles, 5'11". <laughs> <laughs> well, you see all my caps in all the pictures. They're basically all 5'11". So, yeah. <laughs> I got into a real thing of like searching for the rare ones now. <laughs> oh, well, the baseball caps. Yeah, yeah. I got one from 2012 and I got one from 2007. Just, yeah. got, just got off eBay, so it's getting a bit of an obsession now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm obsessed with their kit. Like, um, it made me laugh actually. I was chat talking of Will because his name's just flashed up on Facebook. Um, he must have sent me a message, which I'll check after we've recorded. But 
It's um he 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 keeps taking the piss going, You're such a five eleven horde, I'm going, but Will, you spend so much money on cry, it's unreal. How can you call <laughs> anyone a kit whore when you're buying like the most expensive kit that's out there? Well well, to be honest, um I don't find cry precision any different to say something from Viper. Because it isn't really, is it? I don't know. I mean, is it any better? I don't know. It's standard army issue, isn't it? And but... if you listen very carefully, listeners, you will hear the heads of all the Cry fanboys exploding right now. I don't really care, to be honest. Cause <laughs> I find people with Cry precision so up their own asses. <laughs> so, so, so what is it you like about the uh, 511 kit? Uh, uh, do you have any of the clothing, first off, other than just the capsules? I don't, just... I'm afraid. Oh, you don't? No, oh, no, okay. I don't. That, that... <laughs> well, that kills that conversation. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> I, I was assuming you got the caps just because you... I made assumptions there. Oh, it's backfired. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, and, I haven't And, and actually... now we'll have a message from our sponsors. No, no I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the cuts of commercial. <laughs> it's gone I've just completely blown the whole interview now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. We'll find something else. Buy five eleven subliminal advertising. <laughs> yeah, that sponsor's not happening now. <laughs> no. So, so what kit do you run then, other than five eleven baseball caps? I literally just get stuff from the shops. I literally got Primark jeans, um, Primark t-shirts. Um, oh, don't forget hood, the flannel hoodies, shirt. I've seen that off. a few times. Yeah, that's Primark. <laughs> Primark. <laughs> that is nothing special, and. Um, I've literally got um, a second-hand... But the camo top that you see me wearing is literally just from a second-hand army shop. Um, nothing special at all, so yeah, I don't... surplus is the best. Yeah. Um, surplus is so cheap. And it is. you know it's good kit because, I mean, the guys are wearing it day in, day out at the end of the day. Yeah. They do this for real as such. So, uh, yeah, I've still got a set of uh, the old CS95 DPM in my cupboard I don't wear it uh, that, as much as I normally do um, yeah. in fact I might crack that out sometime soon um, trouble is playing CQB I tend to wear sort of the plain colours camouflage yeah. sort of sticks out a little bit yeah oh yeah you don't really need <laughs> more of a more of an urban look for CQB yeah. it's um, like wearing snow camouflage in the middle of summer <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> I did go through a phase of wearing completely all Viper stuff, like the Viper trousers with the knee pads and yeah, and the the combat shirts. Um, what what did you think of the Viper stuff? Um, it doesn't actually last as long as as I would like. Um, I found that the the seams are actually coming away, and I've only I've only had the shirt about a year and a half, and it's already going. So yeah, been a little uh, bit disappointed. Um, and plus the the fabric on the shirt is quite nylony, so you get hotter than you should when you're running around. Yeah, oh, it's, it's surprising as well because some days you go out and you'll think, oh, it's nice and cool today, and then like the minute the first game's over, you're like, how am I sweating this much? It's like, yeah, it feels like it's forty. It feels like I'm running into the sun. Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> so I've I don't gone, get that. I've gone from like full green ranger outfit with a helmet. And all that to sod it. I'm just going to put on a pair of jeans and a yeah. flannel shirt and sod it. I'm going to be comfortable. Um, so yeah, that's what happened with that. <laughs> yeah. What did you think wearing the helmets as well? I found when I tried it out, I was getting far too hot, far too quick. Well, 
I, I mean, the helmets, they are good for, obviously, if you're going to get hit in the head. Yeah. You don't, you don't feel it. Um, I've been shot almost point blank in the back of the head by accident um, with a helmet on and it literally did nothing. So it's good for that. But it just, it just didn't work for me. It was claustrophobic. Um, and it was just after a whole day of running around, it just felt, you just felt dreadful with it on your head. So yeah. that's why I switched to baseball caps. Yeah, I mean, I prefer wearing the baseball cap, especially. Mm. I, I I tend to wear them backwards as well. Um, not not because I'm trying to be like gangster or anything, <laughs> just because I, I found that if you've got the baseball cap uh, with the the uh, peak pointing forward, it gets in the way of your sights. Yeah, it can. When you're trying do, to sight yeah. up your rifle, I find that it kept knocking and getting in the way, and I just went, "Oh fuck this!" and turned it around, and that was it. Yeah. Plus, they do it on NCIS, and <laughs> let's get those nerds out of the way. The only downside of that is you can always end up with a unicorn hit, can't you? <laughs> yeah, I've had a few. Right in the middle of the forehead. <laughs> oh no, the worst one I've had was right on the end of my nose. It literally hit below oh. my glasses and just above my face mask, where that had slid down slightly. Oh. And yeah, that was fun. <laughs> Someone uh, in Victor actually the game before I went, they actually got hit in the ear, and the BB actually went into their earlobe, almost Ooh. like piercing their ear. <laughs> and apparently, it was only a few days later, and he squeezed it out. He didn't realise it was in there. Oh, that's bad. I know. <laughs> I've had a couple of times where I've thought I've actually had one under the skin where it's hit so close and it's hit so hard. Yeah, yeah. That um, you'd like you you come along with a lump and you're like, is there a BB in there? Is there not? I'm, I'm considering <laughs> doing amateur surgery at this point just to yeah. see. That's why I started wearing headphones because I've been hit in the ears so many times and it's a pain worse than hell. So. That's why I started wearing headphones. Cause I oh, what the uh, the noise cancelling? Yes, yeah. Yeah. What what set of those are you using? Just the cheap ones off eBay, but I am looking at getting some earmores. Um, I've heard good and bad things about earmores. Um, some people have said, "Oh, it's just best. You're just best going for the cheap stuff," um, because they've bought earmores and been disappointed. So yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to give it a go. MSA Swordings, that's the way forward. Which ones? MSA Swordings. That's what I. That's they're what I run. Uh, I'll send you a link after this. Cool. Uh, I got a set a couple of years ago. I think it was. You can run your comms through it because it's got a headphone jack in the back. Oh, cool. Yeah. Them. So you can run a fist mic, one of the on your shoulder mics yeah, from yeah. the radio, with a lead running to the, um, the Swordings. Yeah. Uh, so rather than paying sort of, I think it was like six hundred pounds for the boom mic set that you see, like all the sort of Ghost Recon Wildlands guys wearing, and, yeah. <laughs> rather than going for the really expensive ones like that, yeah. Um, and then I'd I'd just go to the ones that I'm running now. They were yeah. one hundred and sixty pounds. That's not too bad, is it? And that was with a, I think it was a five-year warranty. They were the waterproofed ones, and they come with the really comfy gel cups on them as well. Oh, nice! So rather than the foam ones that can get a little bit uncomfortable, they're yeah. nice gel. They're really mouldable, really squidgy, and they're perfect for what I run. Yeah. 
Cool. And yeah, I mean, the, only, the a... only reason I started running those was yeah. uh, because I want to look after my hearing. Because when I'm at work, with the job that I'm doing, I'm constantly listening out for machines for things that may go wrong. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, cool. If I, if I hear one of the machines crash out or whatever, I can at least go, oh, shit, what's happened? And then I can go and have a look at it. Yeah. Although I wish I'd had some earlier in the year when someone decided to smash up one of the machines, but that was another story. <laughs> Which... Story for another time. Yeah, that's Aww. another story for a drunken Andy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, that's the reason. But yeah, I'll definitely send you got send you a link. Yeah, yeah after this because they were uh, they're absolutely spot on. I've had them, I'd say, a year and a half now, possibly. Yeah. And I've only changed battery a couple of times oh, in that brilliant. time. Yeah. Uh, the batteries go on for... forever. Yeah, I'm always looking for recommendations for different bits of kit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, brilliant. Cool. As, as they say, buy nice or buy twice as well. Yeah, true, true. So, Although... 511 and Sordins. <laughs> <laughs> no, I um, I recently bought a new... Because I had a TMC chest rig. Yeah. Um, and I actually bought, ended up buying a Bulldog Tactical chest rig. All right. To replace that, and it's so nice. The quality yeah. is so good, and it was worth spending the seventy quid on it. Because um, with the TMC one, I found that the uh, the mag pockets weren't big enough. They were just big enough, but yeah. when you're trying to trying to change your mag in, in the middle of a game. Yeah, and you're just stuck like you're like caught, uh... hiding behind something, trying to do it, and you're there for about two or three minutes trying to sort yourself out. Yeah, but yeah, bulldog tactical chest rigs. I'd have to look at that because now you Definitely. mention it. Yeah, I, I tend to run the Viper Spec Ops chest rigs, and they're good. They're perfect for what I need. I've got mm. mag pouches galore, but sometimes the pouches can be a little bit on the tight side. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, now I've got the issue of Desert Eagle pouch, uh, mags as well. <laughs> Trying yeah. to fit them into a pouch that was initially designed for a nine mil, maybe a forty-five. Oh, I just I just force it in. <laughs> like, yeah, just just keep you ramming will it go. until it goes. You will yeah. go. <laughs> Rip! No, it fits now. Look, it's moving in and out of the pouch. <laughs> I've just uh, discovered the joys of mole as well. So that's that's oh, Molly. A, yeah, that's been a yeah. new experience for me because I've got um, I just bought um, the Viper technical harness. Yeah. As something different because with a chest rig, yeah, it's great, but. When you want to be quick in CQB and you've got it all in front of you and it's all getting in the way of you trying to be quick, then I thought I'd try something different for CQB. So yeah. I've been looking at grenade pouches and pistol pouches and mag pouches and it's like, what? What else can I stick on this? This is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Molly, did you see the um, the hex grid that Five Eleven did? I didn't know. This is. I'll, I'll just find you a photo of it while we're talking. But this came out. I saw this at Shot Show, and um, I still don't quite know what to make of it. I might get some to try it out. I'll just send okay. you a nice little link in the chat that we've got here. So, but yeah, I kind of like it. Oh. And part of me, but you can literally just mount stuff at funny angles as well with that. That. Wow. Yeah, I like that actually because that. You can do it any way you like, yeah. rather than just being dead, everything being dead straight, like with Molly. Yeah, exactly. It's I like um, that. I don't know whether to get some and try it, and then I can give a full recommendation because it's been out nearly a year now. This case, this this stuff was seen at um shot, mm. 
and not was... seen anybody run it though not even on instagram i've not seen anybody no rock, exactly and i'm not it. sure whether that's a good or a bad thing hmm. <laughs> there you go you could be i could i could start trend a trend there. here yeah, yeah I could... you could I keep banging on about 5.11. I need to buy more of their stuff, really, to be honest. I've bought all the clothes. I need to start buying bags as well. I need to get a cams bag, but that's about 280 quid. Yeah, it's an investment piece, though, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just think, oh, you know, it was worth it because it was an investment piece. It'll last me years and years and years. (laughs) Oh, the, the best one with the cams bags I saw was a guy called Ted. He brought one. He was well chuffed with himself, went to put it in the boot of his car, and it didn't fit. (laughs) <laughs> he had to fold the seats in the back of his car down to get this bag into it <laughs> just like chuck the seats out just leave the seats, it doesn't matter yeah, who needs seats, you, if, you, if you're going to an airsoft game you don't, you don't need to take people with you, just throw them out and just hire a truck yeah, and just get a bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, then it'll fit <laughs> yeah. you're not taking anyone you're just bringing kit back <laughs> yeah exactly I've actually seen that done as well at a game. They took one car just for Kit and one car for everyone else. Brilliant. These guys had that much Kit with them. <laughs> so so obviously you've been quite into the skirmishes. Are you looking at progressing on to Milsims, Battle Sims in the next couple of years? Um, possibly. Um, there is a site in Orr uh, in Kent, um, called Imperium, right? Um, and they do um, like day milsoms, where yeah. there's a whole sort of op op that goes on all day. Um, so I'm thinking of maybe giving that a try. Um, yeah. But the best, the best um, milsoms that I've heard about are um, Sterling, Sterling Airsoft, because yeah. they've got Catterick and the other site down in the west country i can't remember what it's called it's like a little village isn't it yeah uh i can't remember the name of it now yeah um, so possibly i don't know i mean i've done sort of skirmish weekends i did the ai 500 the gathering at the pleasure island yeah because we were talking about this the other day you we've actually there, played at a game and <laughs> never realized it I know. <laughs> we like we've not known about each other until fairly recently, and we've yeah. actually played at a game in the same place at the same time before. So I've got to ask: Where did you end up sleeping in Tinkerboo Town? Were you in a little house, or were you? Which out? one did you go to? Did you go to the first one or the second one? The first one, because we were we almost were... the first in line. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. You know, as you go in and you went round the corner, and there yeah. was like the throne thing. Oh yeah, I sat on that. <laughs> yeah, we were literally opposite the throne thing, oh, sleeping yeah. on the floor. Um, yeah, we we were sort of just off the pathway by. I think there was a little like ditch type thing behind us that we had all our kit stuff down in with the fence in front of it. Yeah, yeah. And, and we were just on the corner there. But the second time, well, after after the experiences of the first time and the fact that someone thought it was a great idea, I don't know who this was, gents, but sort your admin out. <laughs> Decided to go around and pretty much shove an entire toilet roll down every single one of the toilets just to block them up, thinking it was hilarious when they were drunk. Oh, no. <laughs> so, of course, you wake up in the morning and you're a little bit hungover and you need to go to the loo and there's nowhere to go because everything's flooded. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, or just full to the brim with bog roll. 
the, the <laughs> second time I actually stayed up the road at the Premier Inn. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Which we actually found there was a Taco Bell. Was there? Yeah. Oh, wow. We found out there was a Taco Bell. I was like, I'm going to Taco Bell. I don't care how much I eat. I'm getting drunk and I'm just making myself hungry to go to Taco Bell. Because <laughs> I've never experienced it. No, no, I can't say I have. I didn't even see that. Is that towards the sea? Was that towards the seafront way, or was that towards into the town? Yeah, basically where we turn because you would have come the same way as me, wouldn't you? Yeah, into yeah. it. So as as you came off the roundabout and it was immediately on the right. Yeah. Where the site was, if you just kept straight up that road, literally about two minutes up the road was the Premier Inn and the Taco Bell. Oh wow! <laughs> we out there. There I am eating that. That food in that restaurant. <laughs> but it weren't too bad, to be fair. No. It, it, no. They, they, that, that event last year, those two games were really spot on for AI they 500. Were. I, they, they were the first... In fact, the one you went to was my first one as well. Yeah. And it was a really good weekend. Oh, it was so much fun. I'm everyone, you were... just, everyone just went for it, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> did you go green team? Oh, I think I did, yeah. I was... Um... I can't even remember the commander's... The, the Slutty guy. Dog. No, the other guy. Oh, you, you must have been turn team then. I think I was, yeah. Yeah. I can't oh, even remember so... now. <laughs> That's good, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. We we um we had great fun there as well. Because uh, if you were turn, you would have been attacking up the hill towards the top end of the park on the first day, where the barns were as such. That's the old right, animal yeah. barns. Yeah, yeah. And one of our lads, Aiden, he came along with his uh, HPA RPK, and he was outraging the snipers on point threes. Like <laughs> he literally just turned up, and we're like, "We need some covering fire." And he's like, "It's all right, boys. I've got this. Just let's all hell break loose with this GHK gas-powered converted <laughs> into HPA RPK with the fifteen hundred round drum mag on it." Oh, brilliant! And he was just outraging people. <laughs> we were we were too busy laughing to actually go on the offensive. Yeah, <laughs> just watching all these hands go up with him with his RPK and his snipers, like oh, <laughs> and he was shooting into the wind as well. Oh no, it was a great sight, really great to play yeah. on. I wish I had gone the second time, but no, I, I didn't. But yeah, definitely that was definitely not one to be missed. Yeah. Um... It's going to be interesting to see what they get next year now. Yeah. For sites, I'm hoping to go back on an AI 500 next year at some point. Um, yeah, they are good fun. <laughs> it, I mean, when we went last year, the games were really good. This year was a bit of a different story, um, mm. unfortunately, at the April one. Um, but I've not really seen much about the most recent one they did. The Ravens was it Ravens Nest? Uh, yeah, I think so. This was the one at Humber Airsoft, which, uh, again, I'd played earlier in the year, and yeah. like, for me, that wasn't really worth the money for an AI five hundred, if that makes sense. Because I've got so used to them having such unique sites access to, yeah, that for me, I didn't really want to go to sort of a skirmish site that you could play any time. I like yeah. playing these unique sites. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what's the most unique site you've played then? I think it would probably be the Pleasure Island. It'd, that has probably yeah, been the most the unique. Park. It's not yeah. every day you get to spend a weekend sleeping in Tinkaboo Town, is it? 
Really? Oh god, that was the, that was the stuff of nightmares. Though. That was how horror movies start. Let's be honest. I don't know if you saw, but on the group, someone actually did a like an MTV Cribs of their little their little section of the house because he he got a slide as well. That was epic. I mean, he was sleeping up the slide, but he's like, I come down in the morning on my slide. <laughs> no, it was funny. I think was some... just too much fun. Yeah, there was some good stuff, and it, I mean, like the the fighting was just hilarious. Like you just got to the choke points, and it was literally like, right, who's got the most pyro here that we can start throwing? <laughs> yeah. and, although I did have a big, I, it was at this point I realised I fucked up moment because um, we pushed you guys right back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we did actually into the get buildings. stuck quite a lot, actually. Yeah, yeah the town <laughs> guys got pushed that. right back into the buildings. Yeah. And um, I've literally gone running right up to the end building, right up against the wall. Yeah. And pinned myself against the wall. And as I've got to the end, I've seen a couple of hands come over. So I've taken a couple of pot shots. And um, <laughs> I, they, they've sort of disappeared again. So I'm like, right, okay. Uh, popped my head round a corner to take these cu- what I thought was a couple of guys out and was greeted with half of the tan team staring at me. <laughs> and I was like, oh man, if I had had a couple of grenades in my hand, I could have just wiped out half their force in one go kind of thing. Just yeah. started launching pyros in. <laughs> you were brave then. <laughs> I, it, it was just one of those, I turned a corner. One like, of those moments. Oh, uh, this Ooh. isn't going to go well. <laughs> It was at this point I realised I'd fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> so they, do they let? I was. I don't think I was there at that point. But did they all open fire on you, or did they? Let in you the go? end, I, I sort of managed to get my. I don't know how I managed it. I got my head back <laughs> round the corner just in time, so we'll see a BBs come past me, and then a couple of guys popped round and got me. Oh. <laughs> um. In fact, no. I might have got a grenade in the end. Yeah. As I was going for mine, I got one land at my feet. I was like, oh, well, nothing I can do now. Yeah. Time to go home. But the second time we went, one of the guys was running up, um, it was running down the railway that was running around. Oh, yeah. Playing yeah. Thomas the Tank Engine on a big speaker. <laughs> <laughs> I did actually, um, at one point, I did actually get a chance to sit on that train, so. <laughs> <laughs> Was this during one of the ceasefires? No, no, this was in the evening. I stopped right. to go and have a look round. Because <laughs> when you're playing, you don't get a chance. Didn't get a chance to really have a look at everything properly. But uh, yeah, no, it was bizarre. I found yeah. they had um, the merry-go-round was all locked up in this like hut. Yeah. And they had that all cordoned off. Nah, it was brilliant. Loved it. <laughs> Not just for the airsoft. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was a good social as well. Um, it was, yeah. In fact, I think we the first time we went, we were the last ones to leave the bar. <laughs> yeah, because it was like lights out at 11, wasn't it? And they shut the put the shutters down, didn't they? Yeah, but I don't think they did in the end. I think they left the shutters open so people could get in and out. But oh, it was did sort they? of like be quieter from this time kind of thing. Yeah. I think because um obviously people are trying to get some shutter, but yeah, we were just in the bar till it closed. Um <laughs> In fact that might have been about midnight we got out of there. Yeah. Uh, we just got chatting to a couple of guys and then this Polish couple that had come over for the game as well and Yeah. Just chatting utter bollocks as you do when you're drunk, especially when it's about airsoft. Exactly. 
Exactly. <laughs> One thing I find that people, some people do more than airsoft is talk about airsoft. <laughs> yeah, which is why it's quite appropriate with the uh, Airsoft Nation hoodies. Uh, shameless plug for Graham there again. Um, where it says, warning, may spontaneously talk about airsoft. I was wearing this the other day. Yeah. A guy read it at work, who's who I've played with before, laughed and he goes... I read the back of your hoodie, walked closer, and realised you were talking about airsoft. Because <laughs> I, f- I found out is this, you find out there's more people that you know that play it than you realised. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. We've got about thirteen, fourteen of us at my company that play. You've not and... just converted them then? <laughs> no, they're, they're like it was completely random. I was uh, I used to lift share with a guy, and he yeah. was in charge of he was running another section. Yeah. Um, so I didn't sort of have any professional dealings with him at work other than when we were trying to help each other out with different parts and that but um, he came up to me and he said oh you might want to come and talk to Toby and Sam um, and I was like oh yeah he goes yeah they play airsoft I was like oh okay cool and then I spoke to them and then it turned out that there was more people that played it around the factory than we'd realised and yeah like I said now there's about 14 of us and it's it's quite good as well because we have a little group set up so we can arrange games with each other and that's so cool. Try and get some games in. Uh, we haven't really played that much this year because, yeah. I mean, the, the issue you find is you always get the people that don't want to travel to sites, whereas I'm just like, yeah, fuck it. If it's worth it, I'll give it a go. Definitely. It's always worth travelling a bit further. I mean, yeah. yeah, of course, you do have to get up a crack of dawn, but it's definitely worth it if it's a really good site. It's not even um, that. You can get a hotel the night before if yeah. need be. Like yeah. uh, I might be doing that for Skirmish Stand when I head up there in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I might, I might get a hotel up in Sheffield the night before just to save me the three-hour drive in the morning. Yeah, definitely. You know, to get up there for game for safety brief, chrono, and everything. Yeah, and get yourself ready. More importantly, you need to get there early. Yeah. People take the piss that I was usually the first one on site. In fact, it used to be a competition. With <laughs> the guy that had to take the folder seats in his car down, it was always a bet between the rest of the lads we played with as to who would turn up first, me or him. <laughs> and it was usually him because I stop at McDonald's for breakfast on the way. <laughs> well, it's got to be done, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Tactical Mackies. Yeah, definitely. But no, it's definitely always worth travelling a bit further. I mean, I've played down in um, Portsmouth at the Tunnels. Oh, right, yeah. I don't know if you've ever been. Uh, I haven't. Um, I've been down to Portsmouth. Yeah, Well, Gosport. I went to South Coast CQB. Oh, right, yeah. That's a cracking site. Um, I need to get back down there again at some point because I've only played it the once and the guys who were there didn't genuinely believe that I'd come down from Hartford. (laughs) They were like, where you come from? I was like, Hertfordshire. They're like, what? Yeah, they're like, whoa. <laughs> no, I can definitely understand that, definitely. But I mean, I might know. be going to bloody America to play next year, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> Kev, you'd better buy me some food. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but no, the, the tunnels at Portsmouth is definitely one to check out. It's worth um, doing. Yeah, I'll have a look at that. Yeah, I'm trying to remember who runs it. Just don't wander off on your own because it all the tunnels they look exactly the same. So you can really it's like a maze. You could really get lost in there. Oh, speaking of which, Drake Glow Tunnels, try that out. What's which one's that? Can you send me a link? Yeah, I'll send you a link. Drake Glow Tunnels is up uh, Kidderminster. All right. Okay. Cool. Um, 
I played there early in the year. Yeah, it's an old underground factory tunnel complex. Oh wow! Built like built all through these tunnels, and um, I think it was a Second World War factory. They built oh. bits of planes down there and stuff because it was obviously out of the way, underground, hidden away. And that sounds amazing. It is. It's epic. It's pitch black. Oh. <laughs> so it's great fun as well. But yeah. I, I, I went there and. Um, like I'm finding nowadays as well. I'm not sure if you've noticed this necessarily, uh, but you find that the shift is changing now, and you're not getting as much of the usual airsoft bullshit, as I called it. How do you mean? What would people like? You turn up, people just go looking for arguments, accuse everyone yeah. of cheating. There's always rows. I'm finding there's less and less of that now. I wasn't sure if you meant online or not, but no, no, yeah, definitely at sites, everyone's just really friendly. Yeah. Everyone's interested in having a chat and talking about, you know, what weapons you've got, what kit you've got, and just everyone's so friendly. I haven't come across anyone who's been an ass to me yet, thank God, touch wood. But, yeah, so, I mean, I, I don't know... I don't know if the different people are going now, or maybe those people that it's didn't like It's just like the, like the toxicity's or... filtered itself out, and everyone's yeah. just like, I oh, will just get on with it. Yeah, I think uh, quite early on, someone accused me of not taking my hits, and I, I am really funny about it. I will always take my hits if I know mm. I've been hit. Um, and this guy was really like trying to get in my face and pointing at me, saying, you're not taking your hits. And I was really insulted, and I actually spent the rest of the day trying to hit him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. just looking for him all the time because he pissed me right off. Yeah. But that's the only time I've had an incident at a yeah. site. So and I mean, that at the end of the day, as ago. well, as, as I've said countless times, it happens to everyone. I've I've, I've said on mm. here a couple of times, people have hit me and I've genuinely not noticed, mm. and they've been so cool about it when they realise. You've just got to give people the benefit of the doubt at the end of the day. Yeah. At definitely. the end of the day, you give if if it's obviously a continuing thing and you've mag dumped because you got pissed off then obviously you're not playing to the game anyway but yeah you're not playing in the spirit of the game anyway but you know you give them you can understand people getting pissed off then if they've wasted mm. half a mag you can see the BBs pinging off this guy <laughs> yeah. and they're just like no they're, they're like Teflon <laughs> just covered <laughs> like the, the cat meme you know I didn't take my heads <laughs> <laughs> oh god this is this has been one of those nights. Five Eleven, Desert <laughs> Eagles, and now memes as well. <laughs> well, where would we be without airsoft memes? Honestly, yeah. <laughs> Will Greenwood approves. <laughs> How did that even start? Because that just he, appeared from nowhere. It it was a photo that he added a co- a caption to. Right, with what and, with a thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, it was, in fact, that was at the jail. That was at the um, the Midlands Airsoft Fair that oh. we were talking about earlier in, in in before we came on air. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking, was that off air? Yes, it was because yeah, we didn't want to say anything incriminating. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that was at the Midlands Airsoft Fair that that happened because he turned up. <laughs> we, he turned up about an hour before the place opened. He was the first person in the queue. <laughs> By the time I got there, I was queuing... Have you played the jail at all? I've not, but I've been to the fair twice yeah. now. So. Right, so you know where the main building is? Yeah, yeah. And then you've got the road running off to the left of that main building down towards 
some other buildings and there's yeah. a gate down there they were queuing right past that gate down towards the next set of buildings when i turned up oh my god <laughs> i think we queued for about an hour to get in it was that busy really this year yeah oh. it so was I've, manic a couple of times i went last year it wasn't as busy yeah so i don't know if they've got more there because when i was there there wasn't as much as so again we've been in the same place at the same time because i was at both of those as well <laughs> it's weird isn't it very weird it is. it's a small world it's a very small world yes in airsoft it is definitely <laughs> it's in everything I've I've been places before and I've bumped into people that I used to know through the cadet forces and stuff yeah yeah. And it was like this. Is, this isn't even when I was uh, as an old staff taking the cadets away and I bumped into them on a the base this was just out and about and I just yeah. I was walking around somewhere and um, I bumped into someone and um, one of the lads that I knew through the Air Cadet Band I, I went to band camp, yes that is an actual thing um, <laughs> Oh no, I know, I know about band camp <laughs> uh, And um, yeah, we don't talk about band camp <laughs> but no, one, Rule one, one. Of the guys, yeah, one of the guys that I knew from there um, yep. I was walking around a trade show a couple of years later with my old job and um, like I just hear this voice go, Andy? And I've turned around, and it was one of the lads from the camp. I was like, what the fuck are you doing here, kind of thing. <laughs> wow. It was unreal. Like, it was, it? It was, and this place was massive as well. It was so busy, and like we yeah. just happened to bump into each other. <laughs> it is a very small world, yeah. It yeah. is strange. So what, what have you got planned in the next year, then? Um, in the next year, blimey, I don't plan that far. <laughs> <laughs> well, what have you got coming up? I have got, um, as this Sunday, I'm going to Mayhem at Longhurst. So this will uh, be the last Sunday, because this is going out a week Monday. So, yeah, so Remembrance Sunday, yeah. the 11th, I'll be at Mayhem. And then the 25th, I'm going to Red One, uh, Chiselhurst and yeah. CUB site. Um, and... I may be going to Imperium on the 2nd of December, the Winter War op, possibly. Um, And then next year, I'm literally just, at the moment, plans are as far as I'm going to go to the festival. And that's that's all I've got planned. Yeah, yeah. How was that? I didn't go this year. I went last year. Yeah. Um, Loved it. It's the first time I'd been. Didn't actually play too much Airsoft, um, but yeah. the social side of it and the evening side of it. Um, I had a go at the, the competition, you know, where you have to oh, um, yeah. go around that site really quick and shoot yeah. all the, the things. I had a go at that. Waited an age to actually do it, and then it was like we're over within two seconds. But yeah, that was pretty good. Um, loved it. Really so loved you basically it. just said what everyone else has said about it that you've got to go to do the social rather than play. Yeah, definitely. And it's fun to do a bit of airsoft, but I think it's more of a. It's for me. It's more of a social. Yeah, I mean the it. thing that's genuinely put me off of going to it before is everyone says just go for the social, don't go to play, because you've got three thousand people running around and yeah, it's not that controlled with the play so there's always issues from what I've heard with the play who knows I might try it next year um, I'll have to see what's going on have you been before? no okay simply because of what I've been hearing from everyone else they've got don't go to play just go for a social and I'm like well 
If I want to go to a I social, mean, I can just phone my mates up and we'll go down the pub for the weekend. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with the site as such. It's just... Yeah. There's a lot going on, obviously, because yeah. you've, you've got... you've got a lot of numbers. Yeah. Yeah. I did hear the others one this year, which is really unusual, because I think it's always... Uh, I think it's always Bravo that win. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think if I did, when I do go next year, I'm definitely going to go for the others. So, yeah. Cool, cool. Well, it's been, it's been great chatting to you. Uh, we'd probably better wrap this up now. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's been an hour. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I know it's flown by. It, this is what everyone says. They go, "Oh my god, that's that's flown by." But yeah, that is literally an hour, and it feels like it's been ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Good though, <laughs> but, yeah. brilliant. But thank, thank you for having me. No, thank you very much for your time for coming on. Uh, where can people get in touch with you? I'm literally on Instagram at the moment. It's call sign underscore tacticwin. Yeah. Um, and that's literally where I'm at the, am at the moment but I'm going to set up a Facebook page soon so cool. watch this space for that yeah and I'll drop a link to your Instagram at the bottom as well so people can find you fabulous, uh, thank you I, I, bet, I bet you've had it where people go how do you spell it? <laughs> do you, shall I spell it? <laughs> yeah I, I, have you had that? how do I spell that? I haven't Taxi actually Queen? I haven't actually funny enough No. surprising <laughs> I would have expected you to, because no. it sort of goes against what you'd expect, doesn't it? I know, I bit. know. <laughs> People have more trouble spe- spelling my real name than they do my call sign name. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, it's always the way, isn't it? I know, I know. <laughs> All right. Well guys, as I said at the top of the episode, you know where to get in touch with me. Head over to the Instagram follow it, keep up with the discussion and same with the Facebook as well Uh, that's pretty much it from us so thank you very much once again uh, for your time thank you, thank you Andy for having me it's been a pleasure, not a problem and yeah, go out there, have fun this weekend, obviously look after each other as I always say take your hits, take care of other players, especially the new players don't be a dick to each other and I'll see you guys next time on the Chairsofter Show take care, bye for now